exciting edition of the Sports Machine with Slim. Today, on Friday, what's the date? December 15th. Love Fridays. Favorite day of the week, everybody. Favorite day of the week. One, because we get to talk a lot of football. NFL football action will be prevalent today. Dominating the airwaves, some people might say, here in southern New Hampshire, eastern New Hampshire, western New Hampshire. We take on all comers New Hampshire. NFL picks today. We're going to do some information with the top 10, a big reveal of the new top 10 fans of the show. The Sports Machine with Slim. Got some betting stories, but where I'm going to start the top of this segment is with a shout out to a group of kids that I was delighted to be invited into their group last night. I want to say thank you very, very much to the following list of people, kids and adults actually, Adam, Crystal, Ashley, Ethan, Brady, Riley, Riley, Carter, and Philip. I hope I got all of your names correct. Thank you so much. This group of people, kids and adults, allowed me to tag along with them on a private bus, chartered bus, taken from New Hampshire down into Boston, directly to the Boston Garden, to watch the Celtics play last night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Celtics won that game by nine, probably caused some people some some heartache with the uh, spread (laughs) at nine and a half in the last second three by Cleveland. But we don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about the positives that came out of this. I got to go on the court. I stood at center court of the Celtics last night. Had picture taken. It was an incredible event. And I want to say thanks to all those kids. I hope you had a great time. It really was something that is a memory that will last forever. Now... We're about making some memories here for the listening audience with the Sports Machine. With Slim, I'd like to invite the number one fan of the show onto the airwaves, my brother Dave. Good morning, Slim. As you said, TGIF. The only thing better than a Friday is a Friday that precedes a vacation, which is where I'm at. So this is maybe the greatest day of the year for me. Ooh, baby, I feel good for you. See, this is what happens out there. When you're in the top 10 list, especially when you are the number one fan of the show, you're at the top of the hill when it comes to the top fans of the Sports Machine with Slim. Good (laughs) things happen to you. Listen to this, people. Living proof. You're on vacation starting today. Congratulations, my brother Dave. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, my, my boss actually heard that I was the number one fan and decided to give me an extra week off at the end of the year. And a pay raise, okay. I hear, is coming. A pay raise is in the works as well. A bonus, shall I say. Negotiation is underway. Yes, see, this is just another negotiating tactic to add into the bag to really say, hey, I'm bringing extra added value to the organization that you did not know about. Congratulations. I'm glad I was able to help you. That's my philosophy. I get ahead by helping other people get ahead. Well, that's not exactly what my role is, but it is, uh, it is always nice to feel like you're helping other people. So hopefully, you know, the other nine listeners in your top ten can benefit in the same way that I have by listening to your show. I do want to hear what your role is. What I will say is yesterday I went and told everybody I liked the Raiders last night. But as I remembered later in the day, I didn't really dive into why. 
I wanted the Raiders last night and liked the Raiders. And my rationale and reasoning that I should have told people yesterday, but will today, is that that Brandon Staley guy has no clue what he's doing. The coach of the Chargers, everybody who loves football and who follows the NFL knows this guy should not be the coach of that team anymore. He stinks. I I think there are some things that we can take away from that game last night. Specifically, this is what a team looks like when it has quit. When when they have given up, when their coach is thrown in the towel. And I think there are some parallels that could be drawn between them and, say, a team like the, the Patriots where you still see them fighting at the end of the year. But that's, that's, a, that's a different story, or maybe one that we'll get into later in the segment. I don't know. We're going to dive fully into every single game, Dave. Is this, is this okay? What I would like to do is tell people about what I did after I got back from that bus ride last night to the Celtics game. I stopped off at a uh, neighborhood uh, charitable gaming facility where I was able to bet (laughs) on the NFL action that will be coming up this weekend. I made a play that cost me $20, could pay $4,500 and change. I'm going to put this on the website, and if the top 10, if this hits, it's going to be shared equally amongst the new top 10 that will be announced shortly later today. So this will be a a ticket to be shared amongst the top 10. Want to hear my picks? Why not? Let's go. Let's go. And we're going to talk about each one of these games. I want your insight on all of these. We're going to start with the big one here, which I have on this ticket, actually. Dallas Cowboys plus two. So we're going to go. I'm just going to say the names. I won't say the spread. Bengals, Denver Broncos, New Orleans Saints, Chicago Bears, Kansas City Chiefs over our Patriots, Cowboys, Jaguars. And then to finish it off, baby, we got the money line with the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night, as I've been calling my shot for over two weeks. Philly lost two weeks ago. They lost last week to the Cowboys. San Fran took them down the week before. And Philly is going to lose their third game in a row Monday night against the Seattle Seahawks. Dave, let's dive in to Buffalo and Dallas. Why, as I look at the live odds right here, why in God's name is Buffalo favored over the Giants? I mean, sorry, over over the Cowboys. I don't get it. Yeah. So, so. You know, Dallas is a different team on the road. I mean, Dallas at home, fantastic record. They're undefeated at home. They've won, I think it's all but one of their games by double digits. Uh, I mean, like the, the, the Cowboys, and that was the last one that they just played in. So, so Dallas is a different team on the road. Meanwhile, Buffalo is coming off of a bye. You know, they got a big win last week and another big game here. So uh, weather-wise, you know, it's going to be to Buffalo's liking. You know, from, from what I'm seeing, it looks like there's going to be some rain you know, that's going to impact Dallas's passing game. Dallas hasn't been running the ball a lot with Pollard this year. Okay. So I think Buffalo is probably in a good position in this game. You know, I mean, admittedly, you know, I think it's an interesting game. The line is fantastic. I, I, I do think Dallas is the better football team, but I think the circumstances set up for Buffalo in this game. But if I was going to give away a play in that game, it would be the under. I think the under is a really good play. It's 50 and a half. A lot of people hmm. like those two teams, they think they're offensive teams. I think what most people don't know is both teams are in the top six of the NFL in points against. Right? So these teams don't give up a lot of points on average. Fifty and a half is a is an inflated number for that game, especially with the weather conditions. Interesting. Buffalo does hit hard on defense. I don't know if they're the greatest tackling team. They do hit hard. And I, I, I what what I'm gonna say to you, Dave, is I, I hear you about saying we can kind of go either way with this game. I'm a big motivational slash kind of mindset 
type <laughs> of, of, of better as far as predicting who I think is going to win games. And what I will tell you, like last night, I knew that the, the Chargers were due to quit. And I knew that the Raiders would be all jacked up because they had listened to a handful of days of just being embarrassed because they scored zero points. They went from scoring zero points last weekend to 63 or whatever it was last night because they were mad. And here's the deal now with the Cowboys going into this game, Dave. They just won their biggest game of the year. That was their physical test against Philadelphia. They moved into first place in the division with the win they feel unbeatable. Now, they won that game at home. Now you go on the road with the next level challenge. And I'm telling you right now, the Cowboys are better than the Bills. The Cowboys are going to feel like they could lift the entire universe above their head in a, a full throttle you know, extension. They are going to beat Buffalo. Dallas is better than Buffalo. I, I just think both teams are coming off. It's a, it's a letdown game. They're both coming off of big games. Buffalo beats Kansas City. Dallas beats Philadelphia. You know I mean, and then the NFL hierarchy, I think those are the two of the, the top eight, ten teams, 16, however you want to view it, you know, maybe five teams. You know, and it, I think it's really difficult for teams to play their best football in back-to-back weeks, which is why I think that that game is, is going to go under. You know, like I said, I think Dallas is the better team. I just think that the weather conditions and Dallas away from Dallas is a little bit different, which is why I lean to Buffalo in that game. Interesting. Yeah, we got two different takes on that. I'm a big fan of Dak Prescott to win the MVP for this season. If the Cowboys win this game, he's definitely your MVP, right? No doubt about it. This is, this is the, the Dallas, I think, can lose one of their last four games. I mean, their schedule the rest of the year, they play Miami next week. You know, so those are the two games I think that they're, they're potentially at risk of losing because they're away from home. They play, I think it's the Chargers at the end of the year. I'm not positive on that, but I just their schedule kind of maybe Detroit at home. I think those are their last Detroit games. at home and then at Washington to finish up the at season. Washington. So three out of four road games at Buffalo, at Miami, home against Detroit, at Washington. This is they're coming off of three home games and they beat Philly in the last. They're going for their first road game, Dave, and I'm telling you, they're not overlooking Buffalo. This is a circle of wagons. Let's go on the road and beat a, uh, you know, a, a, a high-caliber team. They're not going to overlook this Buffalo squad. They're coming with a full effort. Well, Buff- Buffalo is playing for their playoff live. Yes, they are. The, the popular bet this week is, is people think Buffalo to, to win the AFC is now very much in play. And it, I think this is the game. A lot of people talked about last week being the game for Buffalo. If Buffalo is able to beat Kansas City, I'm just not so sure. I think this is the week where you find out if Buffalo is for real or not. That's going to be a great game. Guess what, everybody? We are going to go through all of the remaining games in the next segment here on the Sports Machine with Slim. We will do it in a rapid manner. Hold tight with me, my brother Dave, please, if you would. We're on WKXL Radio. It's 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. We're coming back to talk football in about two minutes. with Slim. We are here live with the number one fan of the show. Who just happens to be my brother Dave. Dave, do you um, approve of that nickname? Is that cool enough for you? Does it show you enough respect as the number one fan of the show? 
<laughs> I mean, it's better than being called fast or lanky or, I mean, you can come up with all kinds of nicknames for me. Whatever people want to call me, I don't really care as long as it's not dumb. Okay, well, there we go. I'm going to do your best to convince or help you convince people out there that you are not dumb during a rapid um, breakdown of every game. We're going to have to do this for like a minute of the game. I'm going to get this out of the way at the end. I'm telling everybody I like Seattle Monday night. Maybe I've said it for two weeks. I like Seattle to win Monday night in case we don't get to that game. That's the prediction we're taking away from this segment. This will be for football experts that people love the NFL. Dave, Saturday we got three games. Saturday is tomorrow. We have Minnesota at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by three and a half. What do we need to know? <laughs> Cincinnati's won two games after losing three in a row and Joe Burrow. Uh, Houston, uh, 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 last week, <clears throat> Cincinnati has people saying, you know, this Jake Browning character, who's Joe Burrow? You know, I think that's exactly why we're going to know and remember this team always as the Cincinnati Bungles. <laughs> I think they're going to throw up a stinker this week, and Minnesota's going to return you know, with a much better offensive performance and win this game. Because Minnesota's defense is pretty good. I mean, they're, they're, they're under the radar. Minnesota's D is pretty good, but you don't think that Cincinnati's coach knows what he's, you know, knows what he's doing enough to be able to say, hey, listen, I can game plan, game plan against their, their stinking offense. Vikings bring nothing to the table. They scored three points last week. I just think the Jags and Colts right now are in. You know, they're, they're, they're playing mediocre competition. They're you know, middling team. Jags have looked good, but the injury to Lawrence last week, and like I said, I, I just I just think those those wins are overrated, and I think Minnesota is a team that has a really good defense. They're also one of those top six defensive teams in the NFL. I think they find a way to make Jake Browning look look uh, more normal than he has the last two weeks. Interesting. Well, fans of the show will be rooting for Cincinnati because I do have them on my ticket. Pittsburgh Steelers at 4.30 or so tomorrow at the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis is just a team that's like winning some games this season. I thought they stink, but no, they're they're winning some games. What what's your take on that game? Yeah, Indy Indy is much better home team uh, away team than they are on the road, which is uh, uh, which is strange, right? Like so, so they had played I think four of their last five games on the road. They keep finding ways to win. Pittsburgh's lost two consecutive games to the worst teams in the NFL. Maybe two of the three worst teams in the Patriots and Cardinals. You know so. I think coming into this week, a lot of people would, would jump on that trend to pay Pittsburgh. You know, you've heard a lot of noise this week. Ben Roethlisberger talking about the discipline and the Pittsburgh Steeler curtain, you know, the way that they've played, maybe being a thing of the past. And, and I think a lot of people expect Pittsburgh to step up and play a big game this week. No, no, I mean, Kenny, I don't, Pickett. I, no Kenny Pickett <laughs> on the Steelers either. we got to throw that in. I mean, the starting quarterback, right, isn't there? <laughs> For sure, I just, I just, I don't think Indianapolis is a great team, but they're also now playing the Steel Garden. <laughs> so sign me up. I'll take Indy minus the one and a half. Very interesting take. Denver Broncos, who have really turned their season around since the terrible opening at the Detroit Lions, minus four and a, four and a half for Detroit. I will say, I thought I saw the betting action is heavily lined up on the side of the Broncos, which I, I'm in on too. I, I think Denver can win this game. How about you? Yeah, that's one of my best plays of the week. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go against a team that's won six or seven games. They started the season one and five. They've gone eight straight games, not allowing a team to score more than 22 points. You know, I mean, this Denver team, their only loss in, their, in that stretch was against Houston. You know, in a big game by C.J. Stroud, and really, Denver had the the ball bursting goal at the end of the game with multiple plays to get in the end zone. They just weren't able to get it done. I mean, I'm not going to bet against a team that's getting four points and playing like that and playing for their playoff lives. Like I just and, and Sean Payton, you know, had a he has kind of a proven track record of coming through in games like this. So I'm in on Denver, and, and also 
I'm not a believer in the Detroit Lions. I think they played a weak schedule. They beat up on some weak teams. They beat a Kansas City team that was without Travis Kelsey the first week of the year. Outside of that, I think they've been shown to be a, a mortal team with two of their last four games against the Chicago Bears, who have really made them look bad, even though they found a way to go one and one in those two games. Yeah, Detroit got spanked last week against Chicago, so people might be thinking, hey, they're going to bounce back this net. But let me ask you, if the Super Bowl was tomorrow and you had the starting quarterback, Jared Goff, against Russell Wilson, who would you predict to win that game? The only acceptable answer would be Russell Wilson. Well, guess what? Both teams need to win. Like, you're going to get a max effort out of both teams. I believe this tomorrow. It's a big challenge for Denver, and they got things rolling. They, I say they keep it rolling, baby. I'm with you. I think they can win that game outright at plus 185 odds. Absolutely. That's what, like I said, that's one of my top three plays of the week. I love the Broncos. I'm going to play him plus the four points, but I'm also going to play him in some money line. After. All right. We got four or five games in a row that we're going to rapid rapid fire through, but first we're going to go with Kansas City Chiefs at the Patriots. To begin the week, I believe Kansas City was favored by nine, nine and a half. I believe that's down to eight. I fully expect a, a focused Patrick Mahomes, best player in the NFL, to come out and just beat the Patriots. Patriots are going to struggle to score because Kansas City's defense is pretty good, and I just think the offensive KC is going to put things together, and they're going to spank the Patriots. What do you think? So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Patriots this week, plus the points. Oh, God. I think, uh, I think people still are on the, uh, the Tom. They haven't really understood that what Tom Brady did was a once-in-a-generational thing. I think people are making Patrick Mahomes out to be maybe a little bit more incredible than he actually is. I think mm-hmm. people are just a little numb. They're mm-hmm. a little numb to the fact that that type of greatness is generational, not you know consecutive. So Patrick Mahomes has never lost five games in a season. He's already lost that amount of games this year. If they were going to turn it on, I just feel like they would have done it against Green Bay in a primetime game this week. They've been pulled out of primetime. And people have made that all about the Patriots, but I think that's also a brand of the football that Kansas City is playing right now. So for me, I like New England plus the eight and a half. And we already talked about they're not quitting a la the Chargers who did last night. The that's... Patriots have been have been great the last few weeks on defense. I expect them to put forth a good effort. Well, yeah, yeah well, we got a big disagreement. I'm going to leave it at that. Jets at Miami Dolphins. Miami's minus nine and a half. Jets stink. How could you play them? I'm playing the Jets. I think it's that right now the weather has it as a windy, rainy game. And quite honestly, I just think the Jets' lines are better. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Dolphins versus the Jets. David sounds like might have dropped off. They got cut out, but that's all right. Chicago Bears plus three. Cleveland Browns minus three at home. I'm with the Bears. Bears are flying high. I think they're going to they're gonna battle that team all the way to the end. That's going to be a heck of a close I'm game. I'm all over the Bears in this game. You're all over the Bears. Go ahead, Dave. Tell me why. The Cleveland's last three games, they've given up 29 to Denver, 36 to the Rams, and 27 to Jacksonville. Those are not three offensive stalwarts in the NFL. So Cleveland's defense has this reputation of being really good when recently they've been really bad. Chicago's won three or four games. The only game they lost, they were up double digits with three minutes left, and they blew that lead at the end of the game. Chicago's playing really good. Justin Fields is playing really good. He wants to keep his job. He wants to stay in Chicago. Yeah, they're behind him. The team is is motivated to play with Fields. And plus, since they traded for Montez Sweat, if you're paying attention, the defensive line for the Bears is kind of causing havoc. They're going to get after the Cleveland Browns. they got a lot of injuries. they got two starting offensive linemen that are out. we got to really start to fly, Dave. Giants at New Orleans Saints. New Orleans minus six. They're going to take care of business. The Giants stink. I'm sorry, Tommy Kotlitz gets exposed this week. (laughs) 
Yep, I'm not a fan of three things. I'm not a fan of Cutlets, DeVito, or the Giants. I'm in on New Orleans. New Orleans, baby. Atlanta at Carolina. Carolina plus three. They should be plus a million. They're horrible. <laughs> Let me check my notes. I took notes on every game. Somehow, someway, that's the only game I didn't take notes on. I think that game is terrible. If you're betting that, you might have a problem. <laughs> it's relevant, right? That deserves to, to have no notes on it. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Green Bay's minus three and a half. They're, like, they're playing good. They're hanging around for playoff spot. Tampa Bay's been competitive all year. Yeah, I, I, listen, I think Green Bay is, is up and coming. I just think they're they're young and dumb. They had, a, they had a, a mistake last week. They just weren't focused. I think they get better. They get right against the Bucks this week. Interesting line. I think a lot of people will take Tampa Bay plus the three and a half, just a little more than a field goal. They, they figure that's probably a field goal game. Houston at Tennessee. Who wins? Uh, I like Tennessee. Tennessee's run the ball. I think Derrick Henry's over 125 yards, five consecutive Ooh. games against Houston until they prove they can stop him. I'll take Tennessee. Okay, that's a good take. See, I'd lean Houston right there. That's an interesting one to look at closer. San Francisco is at Arizona. Arizona, I'm telling people, is playing better. They opened up the week plus 14. It's down to plus 12. I would lean San Fran, obviously. Wouldn't most people, Dave? I think so. Remember, San Fran plays Baltimore next week in a matchup of the top two teams from each conference. It's really the last big game that San Fran has. San Fran right now controls its destiny. I think they're, they're going to overlook Arizona a little bit. That's San Fran, but they're gonna, you're going to sweat this one out to the very end. Washington at the Rams. I'm going to say the only words on that will go with the Rams, minus six and a half. And Dave, a last word here for this segment. Baltimore at Jacksonville. Jack's favored by three and a half. Or getting three and a half, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm on Baltimore. I'm on Baltimore until they prove me wrong. All right. Thank you very much, Dave. We appreciate that. We'll be right back here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. We're coming right back with the Top 10 Fans Reveal. Dave couldn't get enough. He wants his time on the airwaves, baby. I'm going to read the text he sent to me right after we hung up the phone. I had a take on the Washington Rams game. Washington has given up 50 points more than the second worst team. You know who is second? The Chargers after giving up 63 points last night. Take the Rams. So I looked at my notes uh, or the uh, schedule and standings for the NFL. Yeah, Washington Commanders have given up 395 points this year. The New England Patriots, just for reference, 272. They've played the same amount of games. Washington's given up 123 points more than the Patriots, who are 3-10. and 10. So take heed in that, Patriots fans, that your defense is pretty good. Fans of the Sports Machine with Slim, take heed in the fact that, yes, we did not have or we lose the number one fan of the show, my brother Dave, but we have another caller to welcome on the air. It's the number two fan of the show, my cousin Bob from Quincy. Welcome on a Friday, Bob. Slim, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling like I need to ask you a question. Shoot. Uh, do you want to go by the name my cousin Bob from Quincy or should we just abbreviate this all the time to just go MCBFQ? 
Yeah, I like it. I didn't realize it was a play on my cousin Vinny at first, and then I realized why you were keeping the my in there. But uh, we we got to go acronym on this one. Okay. This, this is this is the important topic that the listeners want to hear. Today. Yeah, Mick BFQ. I mean, there's so many different plays we could go with this. So I just want to make sure you understand you are respected. The top 10 fans of the Sports Machine with Slim need to be treated with respect. And I will refer to you in whatever manner you think upholds the level of respect that you deserve. Yes, the, the BFQ has a long-standing tradition. In the uh, Toucher and Rich, the old days, I was a big instant feedback guy. I named the fans something that's completely politically incorrect. We can't talk about that. That's long in the past. Now it's all about the sports machine. Forget about that Toucher guy. BFQ for the win, baby. I want you to stay on the line here and go through this with me, my uh, cousin Bob from Quincy. I'm going to reveal the top 10 fans of the show, the new updated list that will be revealed for the very first time to the public today. Before we get into that, is there any sport topic that you might like to cover? If you if you will have me, I would like to uh, for you to remain on the line for the entirety of this segment, which is probably eight more minutes or so. All right. What is hilarious? is that um, the Raiders in a 3-0 game. And look, I, you know, I might have won an Andrew Jackson on that game last night. I, I had the big one on that one. But um, it, it shows none of us know nothing. 63 points, those team scores. I mean, I uh, I haven't even, I, I didn't get to watch the whole game, but, I, you know, I saw that halftime score and I was like, oh, that is a hot one. Um, but uh, these, this past Chiefs game, I know your mantra is, um, you know, lose them all, get the first pick, all that stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't subscribe to the loser mentality. Oh, God. I, Which in, is in itself a loser mentality if you actually want to win games. That's kind of what you want to have. I, a worse, I, I you get, want a worse I team next year. macro thought. It's yeah. just, you know, not so much. So I, I have no problem if the baseball team, like, <laughs> Doesn't make certain players available to the manager, you know. But when you got a Bill Belichick who has all the power for a couple more games, um, you know, the, you don't have that luxury where you know that's why, you know, sometimes the GM manager split or the GM head coach split that plays into it where it can be like, hey, you know, one guy doesn't have all the power to make all the decisions, so somebody can be the bad guy. And I'm it's like, oh, you know what? Guy. So what? So and so has a hamstring. So you're not really trying to lose, but you're not really trying to win. I mean, no, nobody's worse with this than the NBA. And, here's, you know, here's what you I'm going to tell were, you. They were early on instituting that lottery because it got so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, here, here's what I'm going to tell you. I know you referenced that. Uh, you know, Belichick's going to be in charge for a couple more games. I just want everybody to know I have a, a tendency to make somewhat outlandish statements. I'm competitive, so I make kind yes, of why jarring, yes, jarring comments. I just want everybody to know all this news about the decision having already been made to get rid of Belichick. I just want to say that news came. From from one Tom Curran. Tom Curran, if you're listening to me, I think you don't have a clue what you're talking about. I think you're just lucky to be getting your name in the press right now. You have zero clue. You don't know what's going to happen. And when I listened to you get interviewed yesterday on WEEI, you pretty much revealed it. Like, well, there's still time for them to change their mind if the Patriots turn the season around. It's like, dude, your scoop was worthless. It's just that the sporting community out there is so desperate for any sort of news to run with because those people don't listen to my show, which they should be because we're better than all the idiots that are out there on the line. That's all I'm saying, Bob. 
Look, I, I've been listening to you, and according to you, you're the best radio host. <laughs> you, you could be a better quarterback. Um, you know, then Bailey Zappi. Then Bailey Zappi. have led the uh, the girls team to seven points in a game, so we can't question that. I, I mean, is there anyone else that's good out there? Fair enough. That's what I'm looking for, Bob. This is why you are the number two fan of the show. I well, need I to be challenged. I will your 6'4 butt down to side. Cut me down, man. I love to hear it. I love you. are dealing with the real person. That's the thing. This guy behind the microphone right here. Uh, yeah, I'm shooting my mouth off here and there, but I set myself up for you to make fun of me. You, the callers, just so everybody listening knows, you can call the show next week. We are live every day between 10 and 11, 603 224 1450 is the sports hotline number. 603-224-1450. You too can be a caller like my cousin Bob from Quincy. Are you ready for the top 10, Bob? Uh, I, I can't wait. Here we go. I'm going to break this down. When you have a comment on one, you if, can if jump in. If there is a number six, I'm going to lose my mind. Feel free to jump in. I will say we probably got six or five minutes left in this segment, so we got to make them quick. Number 10, Mike B. You are the number 10 ranking Fan of the top ten, <laughs> top ten fans of the sports machine with Slim. I'm not going to say why. Number nine, Elena. You jump into the top ten with a number nine position as a result of a text that you sent to me, which I'll read on the air for everybody. I heard you on the radio a little today. You sound great, like you've been doing it a while. And the people out there, Bob, might not know. Our show's only been on the air for two weeks. So thank you for that encouragement from Elena. And would you uh, echo those sentiments that she said, Bob? Absolutely. I, I might have told you this off the air myself. If you stunk, I would have listened for 10 minutes and then been like, have good luck with it. You're, you're super talented. I'll cut you down to size, but I'll also blow you up because it's genuine. Believe me, that feeds my ego. I love it. Thank you for the pat on the back. I'm going to take that as we move forward in the top 10. And remember, well, we'll get to this in a second. Number eight, Jeff S. You are the number eight fan of the show. Last week, you were number six. Number seven is blank. Unfortunately, we do not have a number seven fan of the show, which leads me into last week. Numbers seven through ten were blank, so we only had the top six listeners. So the people that are in positions eight through ten, I, you know, I want you to feel good about yourselves, but you were competing against. You're motivating nothing. that kid to get himself up to seven. He, he's got to do more. There we go. Right. This is a battle out there. If you want recognition on the show, you need to bring it. I'm not just going to fill an empty slot with an empty seat with somebody that brings nothing. So that space okay. remains open. Number six, Eric. B, you get a rating and a shout out on the show. Wait, me... is this the one who is with Rakim? No. The guy no. who's on Blue Blood? The Eric B? No, no, that, this is that, another individual. Cool. This is another okay. individual who I'm going to. There's more than one. Gotcha. I love listening. I love listening. I know Eric is a hardcore sports fan, so that means something to me. When you people who know sports start to uh, you know, say positives, I'm like, all right, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. Number five on the list is Rob. Rob, I spoke to this morning. I said, hey, you're in the top 10. What do you want me to read? Here it is. I've been loving the sports machine lately. Slim's a blast to listen to. He really knows his stuff and throws in his provocative twist when breaking down the latest sports news. It's my go-to sports radio show. Rob, thank you for that. You are the number five top 
in the top 10 fans of the sports machine with slim nice work, rankings. Bob. Yes. <laughs> well, nice work. There we go, Bob. Are you ready as we move into the top four? I'm listening. Yeah, with bated breath. You are, you are waiting. Number four, Jill. Hold steady at the number four position. Jill, you were number four last week. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Number three. Number three, and this, this might cause you know, some angst out there. Yes, my brother Dave has moved down to number three. No. Yes, my cousin Bob from Quincy is number two. I'm sorry, Bob, but I got to keep you hungry, my man. I got to keep you wanting more. The number one fan of the sports machine with Slim is Chris. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you what I've done for the top 10 fans of the show this week for being in that list. We're on WKXL Radio, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com is where you go to hear us online. Love you. I'll be right back with an awesome segment. Two minutes. is taking the New Hampshire sports scene by storm. People are listening, people are talking, people are calling in. You want to get on the airwaves here, don't you, people? Of course you do. We just revealed the top ten list. The number one position is held by Chris, who last week ranked number three in the poll. And I am absolutely ecstatic to be able to welcome Chris onto the line and onto the show. Good morning to you, Chris. Morning, Slim. Morning, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I've been working hard all week to try to get the number one ranking. So um, thanks for giving it to me. It's a highlight of my morning. Uh, definitely uh, super excited. Um, and yeah, just say great job in this show. Thank you. Your work and perseverance is paying off today with that number one ranking. And I have not revealed this yet to the audience. I'd like to do it now with you on the line. I texted you this morning and said, hey, Chris, you are going to be in the number one position for the top 10 fans of the sports machine with Slim. I want to make a personal donation to a charity or an organization, something I'd love for it to be in the New Hampshire area. I'd love for it to be something to do maybe with uh, you know with kids or with Christmas and you sent me back a text saying that the London Dairy um, Toys for Tots campaign might be a good um, place to donate that uh, money to and so that's what I did I donated a hundred dollars to that organization this morning thank you Chris very much for that suggestion thank you Slim and I wanted to if I have time just two quick things one is uh I think a good deed for another, so um, I would be honored if you allow me to support your number one ranking next week for another $100 charity of their choice next Friday or sometime next week. But uh, I think what you're doing on this show is great stuff, and uh, if we can spur on the good that you're trying to spread, I would love to be part of that. So um, let me know, and I would love to support next week. People out there, this is why Chris gets that number one spot. It's that type of thinking and pass it on mentality that really is at the core of this show, The Sports Machine with Slim. We've only been doing this for two weeks. We're building something from really, truly the ground up. What I will extend to you, Chris, is 
if you uh, making that offer, thank you so much. I am going to consult with you, if this is okay, on who should be the number one fan of the show. So as the week goes on, I may run some scenarios by you and some suggestions, but I will absolutely take your feedback because you, the listeners out there, have a hand in the creation and ultimately, believe me, the success of this show. If we're going to go where I think we can go, I need you people, and I need people like Chris who think that, hey, doing nice things for other people is just a good way to be. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll definitely be your consultant. And one last comment real quick. You made a comment maybe on Wednesday about Caitlin Clark. You said that you can cover her and that she couldn't drop more than 20 on you. And I would say, Glenn, no chance you can cover her in a full-court game. She's six foot, 195 pounds, twice as fast as you. Maybe targeting you all game long, man. And I think she dropped 50 in the first half on you. So I wanted to call you out there. I think we... 50 under, in the, hold on, 50 in the first half? First 50 in the first No half. chance. Absolutely think, no think, chance, Chris. Have you seen I me play defense? We, I think they'll be targeting you all game long, pick and rolls. No way you're going to need those picks. Those girls are strong, athletic. I, I don't think you last a half. I think they'd be... I think you'd be on the bench crying, Slim. Do you think that Caitlin Clark, if she's on flat two feet underneath the rim, can reach up and touch the rim? No, but she wouldn't be there. She'd be dropping threes on you all day she long. She wouldn't. If there was a pick in my way, I'm rolling over the top of the pick. I'm going to come, by, come behind her, and as she goes into a shooting motion, I am going to swat that ball into <laughs> the stands. Believe me. Now, now the reason why I say not 50 in the first half, Chris, is because I will wear down. I'm 49 years old, and I have not been running very much at all recently. I will wear down in the second half. She will cook me. But for the first two to three minutes, she ain't hitting threes on me. She's not. The people you watch on TV don't know how to play defense. I am, in all seriousness, I am the one of the very best defensive players in the history of the world for my size, shape, and ability. Mentally, nobody is a better defensive player than me, and I'm talking the NBA guys. They're not smarter than me on defense. Well, if you can set that up, Slim, you versus Caitlin Clark in a five-minute game, I will be there buying a front row seat for it. Get this word out to her. The challenge is there. Now, you will laugh me because I'm telling you, three minutes in, I'm going to be sucking wind. But I'm going to battle my tail off, and I'm just not going to let her shoot three. She's going to have to step into the lane and drive to the hoop where my six foot seven, 290-pound brother, very coordinated, is going to be ready just to <laughs> swat her jump right into the stands. Absolutely, Chris. Awesome. Flynn, again, Flynn, great job. Thanks, Jennifer, for the number one ranking. And uh, keep on doing the great work, sir. Thank you. You too. Keep up the good fight out there. Thanks, Chris. We'll let you go. That was Now, that stuff you're not hearing. I guarantee you, Michael Felger, Tony Maserati, <laughs> Greg Hill, the other show hosts of, of Sports Talk Radio in the area, and I say area, even though those folks are out of Massachusetts, if you want to be involved with a New Hampshire area sports talk radio show, You can do it right here on the Sports Machine with Slim. Does it sound like we're having fun? Because I'm having fun, and I hope if you're listening, you're having fun too. You're having fun. I think this is great. The battle for the number one position has already been put out there. Chris put people on notice. Hey, if you want to be able to name the charity next week where you get to say what we donate $100 to, right on. And how do you get in the top 10 list? You comment on Facebook, you comment on Twitter, maybe Instagram for the Sports Machine, Facebook go Sports Machine NH. That will take you to the page. So I'm on board with that 100%. Sports Machine NH, you also can get on the air by going 603 
1450. That's the line next week. I guarantee you, my goal for the show next week is to get some callers from the listening audience who are either not my family. <laughs> mom, you can call. I love you. If you want to call mom, you will have a, a red carpet rollout, a verbal red carpet rollout from the Sports Machine with Slim. In fact, I might ask my mom to call next week. But please, we're gonna, the goal is to get some listeners on the show and some callers that I don't know. I want you listening to the radio as you drive down 93 or up 93. You're just passing through. You're a salesperson. You're on the road to your next account. You want to be listening to the Sports Machine with Slim between 10 and 11 because you want to find out, could this 49-year-old cat really guard Caitlin Clark for the first half and not have – there's no way she's dropping 50. I could have five callers next week who will all attest to the fact that there is absolutely no way she would draw, She would cook me for 50 in a half. That is not happening. That is not happening. I would, I would refuse. Now, for the whole game, that's probably yes. Uh, at this stage, five years ago, no. Five years ago, she would struggle to score 20 points in an entire game. I'm telling you, it's to that level. It's to that level, the difference in athleticism. She would not have been faster than me in a straight-ahead running race five years ago. No, 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 no. I can still run. I can still run. I can play hoops, people. I'm going to tell you that. And I can coach hoops. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. We got the K pre-K bright and early, baby. Then we got first and second graders. And our first and second graders are going to be ready to roll. We're going to get our first win of the season tomorrow. That's what's going to happen because we're learning how to play D and we're learning how to perfect our shooting form. That's what's happening in practice. We got a big week next week, everybody. We're going to be breaking down the NFL games, the results. I told you all. We're going to be leading into that Monday night game. That is a huge game for the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle needs a win. They've lost three in a row. They've gone from like certain playoff position into now they're going to be fighting and scratching and clawing for their lives. And if we've seen anything from Pete Carroll through the years, like his teams don't quit. His teams battle through. Like Pete Carroll has turned out to be a good coach. I never really loved him when he was here with the Patriots years ago, honestly. I didn't love him. But he has turned into just, I mean, he's a winner. I, I like Pete Carroll now. Keep going after it, dude. He looks like he's staying in shape. He looks like he's kind of staying the, staying the same age versus Belichick, who just looks like, I mean, each year, just like you start to feel bad for the guy, you know? He's just looking run down. So the, when I say run down, I think about the Philadelphia Eagles and how they're just run down after five incredibly tough games in a row. And now it's almost like they're going to take a breather. You know, it's like, okay, we only have to play Seattle this week after playing Kansas City. Buffalo, Dallas, playing the best teams in the NFL. Now, okay, we get to take a breath. Let's go play Seattle. At Seattle, with those fans in that stadium, with a team that's absolutely playing for their their playoff lives, if Seattle loses this game, their season's done. You are going to get a max physical effort from Seattle, and I don't think Philly's going to be able to respond. Most people are going to be looking at this going, hey, Philly's great. They've lost two in a row. They want to turn it around. I'm telling you, they're winning through strength and brawn. They're not winning through skill. Philadelphia has not been winning through speed and skill. Look at how many yards a game Jalen Hurts is passing for. Over the last five weeks, it's like 220. Maybe there's a 260 in there. 170. They're winning through just like line up and smash those guys. Well, at some point, 
you get tired, just like I would from guarding Caitlin Clark after the first three to four minutes. Like, man, I'm going to get gassed. I'm going to come out of a timeout and be like, I'm ready to go. I'm Yeah, I'm going to get her. But a minute in, it's like, dude, no, you're old. You're wearing, <laughs> you're wearing down. I still won't give her 50, but, but she's going to score on me because I'm just going to get tired. Those are the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I feel bad for saying it, but I called it three weeks ago. Like the coach of Philadelphia, he, he needs help. He needs to call Slim from the Sports Machine with Slim. Thank you, everybody. I mean it a million percent. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We are here on WKXL. Catch us next week, 10 to 11. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. We're nhtalkradio.com.